0: Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. The master is here and you still have not taken off your shoes. Every day to define man's mission, yeah. look into the sky for divine transmission, yeah. death man's vision makes the blind man listen, yeah. eyes on the prize, this is blind ambition, thank you. Welcome blind to another ambition. edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast, I'm your host Serial Sensei, we're on episode number 156, as always, oh I done butchered my own intro, <laughs> I was about to just lead right in, you can listen to this podcast or SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, YouTube, all those good places. Give us a shout out and a look on social media at the Dojo Talk Podcast Facebook page, as well as the Dojo Talk Podcast Instagram page. Uh, You can send questions to dojotalkpodcast at yahoo.com, and you can follow me on Twitch and Twitter. At Serial and you can follow the Antaku on Twitter at GC Zeus. Which, speaking of, as always, I'm joined with my co-host, the Antaku. What's going on, man?
1: I'm I'm ready to talk some Shannon Briggs.
0: Yes, let's go. <laughs> 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 he, he was the star.
1: <laughs> Shannon Briggs is always the star.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was the uh, the star of the night. God, that that KSI Logan Paul man. That was a uh... I was struggling to stay up to to watch it. I was, I was fading, man. I was fading, but I'm I'm glad I made it. That was I had a good time. <laughs> I had a good time. But um, before we get to all that, quick shout outs as always to the listeners. You guys who come here and listen every week for whatever reason, but we appreciate you. Keep sharing, friends, coworkers. Uh. Uh. You know what I was gonna say? Share it with um, a Popeye's worker, but you might end up in a real fight. So, I mean, if you <laughs> want to, you
1: can. Leave the Popeye worker alone, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah, you might, yeah, you might want to leave them alone. Yeah, the KFC worker.
0: There you go. Yeah, go to KFC. They're probably not getting no business. Yeah, fuck go that go. guy. Yeah, <laughs> go share it with them while they're back there making those mediocre biscuits. There you go. Let, let them listen to it. But uh, Twitter folk, Tumblr folk, wherever you are, all you guys who uh, who listen every week, we appreciate you. Uh, top listens for the week as far as cities: number one, Bronx, New York; number two, New York, New York; number three, Oklahoma, Florida; uh, number four, San Marcos, California; uh, and number five, uh, Salinas, California. Actually, tied at number five. Actually, you know what? they're a bunch of ties, so I'm not gonna. Read. I can't read all these. Oh, oh, hold look. up, hold up, hold up! At, at at number ten, they're back, Cairo, Egypt. Yeah. What it do? What to do? Shout out to Cairo, man. I need that person, man. Whoever this person is in Cairo, Egypt. Just say something.
1: I just, you're welcome I, on the show. <laughs> yeah,
0: yes. I just wanna hear from you. I need to hear how you got here. What link you clicked on? You know, you you're not here every week, but every now and again you pop in. So I, I need to know. I need I need to know what's going on in Cairo, man.
1: I, I I am curious why uh, our analytics seems to think that the Bronx is not actually part of New York. Yeah. <laughs> so how how does it work out that the Bronx is number one, but the entire city of New York City is number two? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I have no
0: idea. But I don't know. I guess the Bronx has somehow elevated itself just above the city. They're just y'all are your own thing now. Y'all are y'all are your own uh yeah,
1: shots to you know, that might be James, a shots to James.
0: There you go. Yeah. James, you have your own uh you're the king of the Bronx now. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. You rule you rule with an iron fist. But uh <laughs> <laughs> to the to the listeners, um, as always. Uh, as far as the rundown of the show of things we'll be covering today, um, of course, we will be starting off with our new segment, Once So On Your Mind. Um, after that, we'll go through uh, some news and notes. And then as far as the fights that we'll be uh, covering this week, uh, we will briefly, and I mean very briefly, go <laughs> over Bellator 233, which neither of us really watched in detail. Um, we will both uh, will briefly cover... One Championship Masters of Fate, which neither one of us watched, but I, I had interest in that card. I just didn't get a chance to watch it. But we'll read the results. Um, and then, as far as the uh, breakdowns of cards that we actually did get to watch, uh, we will talk about the Inaway versus the Nair fight. Um, of course, of course, we got to talk about KSI versus Logan Paul because why wouldn't we?
1: I mean, that was the biggest fight maybe of like the year. Yeah,
0: y'all I mean, know I, why you are
1: here. I don't know if he made the own any money, but eleven thousand people watched an illegal stream of it on YouTube that was just reflected off of some guy's glasses. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I saw that picture this morning.
1: That that, that was, remember the uh, was it the Max Holloway Aldo fight the first one where some dudes uh, on Twitch streamed the entire oh fight. yeah it was like a EA Sports <laughs> UFC game. Yeah.
0: You gotta love it, man. <laughs> you got, we gotta get these people need to get like some kind of prize or get put in some like Hall of Fame. Like that, that is some legendary. That's some legendary stuff, man. <laughs> All you bootleggers out there, man, y'all, y'all do a, you know, you'll never get your just due, but we, we appreciate you.
1: Y'all <laughs> some innovators.
0: Yeah, yeah, y'all keep y'all keep things interesting. But we'll uh, yeah, we'll we'll cover KSI versus Logan Paul, and we will uh, finish off with UFC Moscow, which, I don't think either of us have a whole lot to say about that card, but, we'll get to it when we get to it, so, going from the top, uh, I'll let you kick this off, and talk cool if you have anything, what what is on your mind this week?
1: Um, just some bullshit, you know, uh, uh no, no, it's not like, you know, it's not anything major. But have you seen all these people dying because of gender reveal parties?
0: Ah, oh, didn't. I...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you shouldn't be laughing. At it,
1: but... I shouldn't laugh because this is probably. I can't is...
0: remember the one I saw.
1: Um... <laughs> is it the plane crash one?
0: No. I I, I have to hear the story. I, I I didn't like read the article. I I saw like a quick headline and like a little subtext. I was like what is going on in the world like That is a that, uh, I could not imagine like that's the way i go out like my last Something, moments on earth
1: like I can't remember what it was like there was one where like so, there was like an explosion that like, could be felt like 200 miles away
0: That's the one that I <laughs> like what like what I I I I, I don't know man uh hold on man not not that you say this I have
1: I have to see a fucking Explosion that gender reveal party kills woman officials say family members at the party were expectants. Uh, were expectant parents were announcing the sex of their baby Inadvertently really created a pipe bomb that killed a woman in Iowa a sheriff said uh the 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 woman Pamela Cramer uh, uh, 56 died instantly after she was struck in the head by a piece of metal from a device that was intended to reveal the sex of the baby. The Marion County uh, Sheriff's Office said in a statement on Monday. <clears throat> guests gathered things on Saturday. Members of the family and the expected mom or home. Uh, about 40 miles southeast of Des Moines, our investigation showed the members of the family were experimenting with different type of explosive material on Friday and Saturday in an attempt to record a gender reveal that was that could be posted on social media for friends and family. Basically, guys, all this performative shit about your baby is going to... Might eventually kill you.
0: Yeah, you, you should
1: probably, uh... This has just been, like... The crazy thing about this is as, like, the stories are coming out, the following stories are getting more and more insane.
0: It's like they're trying to one-up each other.
1: It's like, I... That was, like... Is this... I remember, like, one early where this, like... like was it, like, the family alligator ate, like, a watermelon that had, like, a color inside that revealed the gender of the baby or something? Well, first and of all, now, who has
0: a family alligator?
1: Uh, it's the South. <laughs> of, like, <laughs> That's <Florida>. that work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what are you guys doing out here? I,
1: I will say, the people on Twitter, they have been clutch. The one dude was like, "Oh no, I left my gender reveal rice uh, pressure cooker on the train." Uh, So that that's that's what that's what's been on my (laughs) mind today. God, I feel bad for laughing because people died, but at the same time, if you're playing with explosives,
0: yeah, like come on, man, like we stop stop trying to flex for social media, man. I don't know. I have my own ideas about those gender reveal parties. But I'll I'll shut up. I just I don't know. A lot of that stuff I just I don't get.
1: I don't. Uh, know. Uh, the other thing is like I don't live in New York, but it's right there. So this is um like you know, the 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 shit with the the uh, the the mayor Um, I forgot his name already. He he was running for president. Oh, um, Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Uh, no, not Bloomberg. The other one. Well, well him too, because that that was. Fun. You know what, I'm going to talk about that instead of, like, uh, you know, New York subway system and the police. Um, uh, uh, that, That's my shot for today. Them. Fuck them. Um, But Bloomberg, I want to be a consultant. Because all you get, all you do is get paid for reassuring billionaires that they're popular. <laughs> Did you see his election map?
2: <laughs>
1: it was from 2016. And they were trying, like, they were like these are all the states you could win in if you were to run as a third-party candidate against uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And, oh, my God. It was, like, the funniest thing because he couldn't get to 270. But he got to, like, 201. Mm. And it was the funniest freaking thing because it was like... You know, these all these dickheads d- did was like sit around and do like cocaine for like <laughs> a week, and then came to Bluebird with this map to make him feel better. about
0: <laughs> He ended up <laughs> dropping out like three weeks in.
1: God, I, I don't know, man. He'd be, he'd, be, he'd be like the um the the Starbucks guy, uh, Schultz. He was like people were mean to me on Twitter, so I stopped trying. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, but sensei i know you had something on your mind so please
0: yeah yeah um for all my gamers out there man um first of all shout out to everybody who came through to my twitch stream um my, my twitch stream went pretty well uh friday night uh, that is because i've been playing death stranding um it is a game that a lot of people have been curious about uh the trailer uh Based on the trailer, you can't really tell what this game's about. And I'm three hours in. I still don't really know all of what's going on. Um, But I can say I'm I'm having a good time so far. Um, If you're familiar with Kojima games, um, you know, Metal Gear Solid. uh, You you know he, Kojima has a mind of his own. Um, (laughs) He's a very uh, unique person, to to say, say the least um his that bleeds into his games um and this has been like the most kojima game i've ever played and i'm only three hours in and it is really i'm trying to figure out like a the the short synopsis from what i kind of sort of understand of this game is and they don't really explain this all the way i'm gonna assume because i'm not really that far into the story or maybe they never explained it i don't know but you know the world was created And then at some point, the world got destroyed, or like nearly destroyed. And now we're trying to kind of piece the world back together again, and we're trying to uh, uh, reconnect. There's a a very heavy theme of like connecting and reconnecting with society and bringing people together. Um, They do use a lot of wordplay in the dialogue in terms of connecting and ropes and strands and... Saw like kind of interwoven. I feel like there's a bigger picture that's gonna happen eventually, but that's kind of the basis of the game. And then in between that, there's all these supernatural craziness going on. Like, apparently, if you die in this world, uh, you become a BT, I guess, which is this little crazy demon thing. And they're uh, luckily, none of them killed me yet. I had a bad, well, almost a near bad encounter, but um. You spend the game just delivering these packages. You're like a UPS mecha. Like, <laughs> you get all of these Amazon packages. And you just deliver them to a lot of points. But in between, you know, you gotta... Gotta be careful that the BT demons don't get you. Um, this game... I've never seen a game focus so heavy on walking mechanics. Like, literally, if you lean too far over, you'll fall. If you go down a hill too fast, you'll fall over. You can drop your packages. You can damage them, which will mess up your rating... It's it's, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'll say in short, because I will talk about this forever. I like Kojima's weirdness. It keeps me entertained. So I'm having a blast with this game. And I, after we record this podcast, I'll probably clean up, eat some lunch. And then I'm probably going to hop right back on it and stream it again. Um, But I can say this is, I don't think this is a game for everybody. Um, the, A lot of the reviews of this were mixed. And I this is definitely probably one of those games that you'd either you'd either love it or you'd hate it. Probably not a whole lot in between. Um but nah. If you if you want to see footage of it, follow me on Twitch at Sensei. I have a three hour stream that I just did the other day, so it's still in my um it's still in my library so you can go look at it. And by the time you guys hear this episode I'll be streaming again. Uh so that's Death Stranding. I love it so far. Um Watch my stream if you just want to see what it's about and whether or not you're willing to uh invest some invest some dollars into it but that's uh that's what we got for what's on our minds this week so let's move on to uh some news and notes um I have a couple of news stories and a little bit of flight announcements uh not not really too heavy um I'll start with some Oh, no, we'll start with the serious news. Uh, minor update on the uh, Walt Harris uh, situation, at least the last that I saw. Um, I found an article that said last night, uh, well, all right, so this was a couple of days ago, so this was on November 7th, so that was at the time of this article. So last night, November 7th, around 11 p.m., um gentleman named Ibrahim Yazid, uh and Pensacola, Florida was taken into custody in connection with the disappearance of Anai Blanchard who um, you all know is Walt Harris's stepdaughter um he will be charged with first degree kidnapping and is being held without bond um i think you had mentioned the last time we did this podcast about they found the vehicle the vehicle was um uh, messed up and you know but they have uh they have him in custody that's the last that i saw Um, still no signs of Blanchard yet, but it it seems at least we have the, the, uh, the person who kidnapped her. Yeah. So, um, but she is still, has still not been found, at least at the time of this recording, uh, she has not been found. So, um, you know, you, you can search, I I don't have them in front of me, but the, you can pretty much find any article, like if you have information, they, they list the number that. That you can find. Um, I think they did say that there was a. Actually, let me. Let me just read this real quick. Um, there was a witness who said that he pretty much saw her. Uh, the witness saw you see pretty much forcing Blanchard into the vehicle against her will. Um, so yeah, it, this was definitely a, a kidnapping of sorts. So um, really sad situation. You know we'll updates as they come but that's the last that i've i've heard of it as of a few days ago um on to some lighter news uh access tv as we uh, mentioned last week uh they cut ties with lfa lfa moved on the fight pass um, but Axis tv is not done in mma uh they signed a broadcast deal with combate americas uh they will be broadcasting 35 of their events in 2020 Uh, The cards will air on Friday nights, and they'll also have a Best of Combate Americas uh, program, which will probably be good to watch if you're not familiar with that promotion. Um, Tito Ortiz is going to be in that promotion too with a pay-per-view, but we ain't going to talk about that. That's (laughs) That's a thing. Um, UFC cuts. A lot of people got let go. Uh, 12 people to be exact. I'm going to read this list, and then we'll briefly... There are only two people who I want to talk about now, actually, if you have any thoughts on... Uh, well, you know two Two in a possible. Um, but uh, fighters who were cut from the UFC as of recent. Curtis Melender, Derek Krantz, Nolan Hernandez, Andre Sukumtot, Maya Stevenson, Kyle Stewart, Henry Bionis, Manny Bermudez, uh, Yoshinori Hori, Thomas Gilford, uh, Gifford, uh, Danilo, yeah, Danilo Beluardo, and Azamat Mirzankanov. um, of those names, are any of those surprising to you,
1: um,
0: well, maybe not surprising, just people who you
1: would hope not to see cut, like, I guess Melender, but at the same time, like, okay, you got, two fights in a row where you could not, you know, stop the wrestling of uh, your opponent. And, like, welterweight's not hurting for action fighters, so it makes sense that the like, in, this was, what, his fifth fight, so his contract was up. So I'm not sure if he got cut so much as, like, his contract was up and he was renegotiating. He wanted more money because he was 3-2, and two, but he was coming off of two losses and they just couldn't reach, like, a deal or something like that. So, um, I guess I wouldn't be surprised but it it's kind of you know, it, it, it's, it's a little not cool, great that he got cut. Um it's a really fun dude. Um Uh like I'm trying to think who you mind reading what some of those names again? Cause
0: uh Melinda, Derek Krantz, uh Nolan Hernandez, Andre Sukumtat, uh I'd say probably the most notables, uh Manny Bermudez, uh and Yoshinori Hori. Yeah.
1: You know um I don't think any of them... None, none besides, like, Belander really surprises me. I, I, I do feel a little bad for Orie because if I remember right, he was beating Dawidu before, uh, or at least he was, like, showing that he was really tough. Um, Prior to, like, getting knocked out. Um, kind of feel bad for Sukumta. Like, a lot of those fights, he probably could have won or should have one anyway, but, you know, didn't, um, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty predictable, I guess, um, like, Bermuda's is, like, I guess the other one, but, like, he missed at 135, and then he moves up to 145, and misses again, and then loses, yeah,
0: wait, wait, yeah, the wait definitely hurt him, for, for me, I would say, um, Yeah, I didn't like the Melinda cut. I really wanted to see... And it could be me being biased because I'm a Melinda fan. But I could have at least seen him do one more, maybe. Um, I just feel like that division just has a lot of fun matchups that I would have liked to see him in. Um, and he, he did have a winning record, even though he was on a two-fight skid. Um, but I would have liked to see Melinda stay around. Um I, I definitely wanted to see, see Yoshinoi Hori get another shot, because that was, like, his only fight, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, so that I, I thought I would have liked to see him get another shot. Um, Manny, I understand, because of the weight-cutting issues. And, yeah, Kanye, like you said, about Sukumtot, like... His record wasn't great, but a lot of those fights... Like, he just had a lot of really unfortunate losses that he just didn't bounce his way, or just, like, something crazy would happen in the fight. Um... And then Gifford. The Gifford only stuck out because, like, he was such a story because of that fight. Where he got beat to a pulp. And now he's not here no more. So, I don't know. But, um, uh, good news for Melinda, though. He did sign with Bellator, like, right after that cut happened. So, uh, don't know if he has an opponent yet, but he does have another home. Um, I'm pretty sure some of these guys will find... Hopefully he places the land. I'm, I feel like a Yoshinori Hori. he the way he fights. He, he's the kind of guy who can keep a probably a sustainable career overseas somewhere. Um, but that's what we got for UFC cuts. Uh, for fight announcements, real quick. Uh, <laughs> after his very quick dismantling of um, my homie Arlovski, uh, Jorginho Rosenstrook will be back at UFC Washington D.C. headlining against Alistair Overeem. At Bellator salute the troops on December twentieth. We'll have Josh Barnett versus Honey Marks. Um <laughs> this boxing fight that you brought to my attention that I don't really want to watch, but I'm probably gonna watch also on December twentieth. Danny Jacobs versus uh Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all I get hyped for that one that's uh fighter year written all over
2: <laughs>
0: not really but that's all I got any uh, any news you news you got that I might have missed or just any thoughts on any of those uh, those matchups
1: they are both really depressing but for different reasons I guess I don't know if that's like newsworthy but that's how I feel um, let me just check my, oh, um, I, I, I have one bit of news. Uh, nobody who didn't watch K1 back when they had, like, all the heavyweights in the world will care, but, um, Danny Dubois, uh, Dubois, DeBoa, Danny Dubois versus Kyotaro. Kiot- uh, December 21st. Um, Danny Dubois, uh... Really big heavyweight prospect right now, 13-0, 12 knockouts. Looked really sharp in his last fight, um, gradually working his way up the uh, the heavyweight scene. He's fighting Kiltaro, a uh, Japanese heavyweight, really rare, who some of you may remember as the former K-1 heavyweight champion. Uh. Yeah, beat uh Gokansaki, Melvin Manhoof. Uh, Peter Aerts and Jerome Banner before being beat by Gegard Musasi for the title.
0: That's a nice run. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice run. M-
1: mind you, he he beat Aerts and LeBanner when they were really old and in like a tournament, but you know, it, wins a win.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but he's most famously known for losing to Gegard badly. Uh, couldn't get past the jab, which probably doesn't. Bold well for his, you know, run at heavyweight. His best win is against this dude named Mishida, who is best known for knocking out um, James Kirkland, who is a middleweight. So, you know. So he might get worked. He might get worked. <laughs> um, what else? What else? Uh,. Uh, Nicole Adams, the two-time Olympic gold medalist from the UK, retired from boxing because of uh, word was from her doctor that any more um, blows to her face could permanently damage her eyesight. So she retired at 37 years old. Mm. Yeah, so that sucks. But yeah, that's all I got.
0: All right. So that's your news and uh notes for the week. Say a prayer for Overeen, man. <laughs> that fight, I'll be a nervous wreck.
1: All right, overing just shoots for a double leg. Yeah,
0: Guess his head taken off with an uppercut. something I don't know. Oh, over, y'all, y'all know how Overeem fights, go man. Just keep your head on the swivel. <laughs> I don't know, man. overing fights just—they're roller coaster rides. They're, they're, they're roller coaster rides. <laughs> but that's the uh, news and notes for the week. So, man, let's get into the, the dojo breakdown. Let's talk about some fights. I say breakdown, but we're going to breeze through these first two cards because neither one of us really watched them all that much. But they're worth of mention. Um, so we will quickly, and I mean quickly, <laughs> run through Bellator 233, uh, which went down on Friday night. I got a chance to catch not much of this card at all, um, but it was a thing, so I figured I'd mention it. Uh, this was headlined by John Salter, uh, versus Costello Van Steenis. Uh, at middleweight, uh, John Salter won a unanimous decision. I can't, I can't tell you how the fight went, because I didn't watch it. Um, the, uh, the headline I saw said it, Salter edged it out, so I'm going to assume it was a close fight, even though he did get a unanimous decision, but maybe, maybe it was a decent fight, I don't know. I didn't see it, so, but that happened. Uh, co-main event, uh, Andrew Capel, uh, Faced off against uh, King Mo, who was supposed to have retired, but we all know MMA retirements aren't real, um, but unfortunately, King Mo apparently got beat up pretty bad. I didn't want to watch the KO, so I just didn't look at it, but I heard it wasn't pretty. Um, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, KO'd uh, Kimbo Slice style. Mmm. Off the one leg. Yikes. Yeah, ugh maybe I'll
0: go back and watch it I, 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 don't, I don't like after seeing after hearing like how King Mo after he retired the way he was describing how his body was I kinda just don't wanna
1: yeah this was unnecessary yeah, but yeah. again at the same time where else is King Mo gonna make six yeah. figures
0: yeah yeah sucks man It that fighter life man it can be brutal it can be brutal but Capel uh, got Kimo out of there within one round. Uh, moving on down the card uh, at women's featherweight, uh, Arian Blanco defeated Leslie Smith. via unanimous decision uh, and prospect Tyrell Fortune. Uh, fortune Is it Fortune or Fortune? I don't know why I always say Fortune.
1: I have no idea. I
0: don't say Fortune. That's easy. <laughs> he I
1: think stays it's Fortune. I could probably, be wrong,
0: though. He stays undefeated. Now 8-0, uh, he got a knockout win over Azuna, uh, Onion wu It was a pretty good knockout. I, I don't remember it in detail, but I did watch this fight. So uh, go check that out. And just some quick notable mentions on the prelims. Uh, Tyrell's brother, Tyree, uh, also stays undefeated at 5-0. He got a split decision over Chuck Campbell. A lot of people did not agree with the decision. But, you know, go watch. You can see for yourself. Uh, prospect Logan Storley now 11 and 0 defeated EJ Brooks. He got a TKO via doctor stoppage or corner stoppage due to an arm injury, uh, but Logan Storley remains undefeated. Uh, Julius Angelicus defeated Jordan Young via unanimous decision. Amanda Bell defeated Janae Harding uh, via KO in round three, uh, and prospect uh, Romero Cotton he is 4 and 0. He got a uh, verbal knee injury win over Jason Par- uh, Parada. Oh, and Christian Edwards. I give him a shout-out. Christian Edwards, uh, now 2-0, and got a KO win over Caesar Bennett. A uh, nasty head kick KO. Uh, definitely go watch that. Go go watch that. That was a nasty KO. Um, but that was Bellator 233. Like I said, didn't really get to watch it, but I think that's on Bellator's website. Should be uploaded now, so go give that a look if you are halfway interested. Uh, one championship, Masters of Fate. One had a card. I'll quickly run through this because I forgot it was a thing and I didn't get a chance to catch any of it. But just a qu- quick few notable fights. Uh, Joshua Paceo defeated uh, Rene Catalan. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, via arm triangle choke in round two. Edward Foleyang defeated Tuskugu Armansana. I probably butchered that terribly. Uh, via decision. Um, I'm just going to skip around. Uh, uh, Gg Estacuillo. I forgot. This is men's strawweight. I forgot what division he's in.
1: Wait, <laughs> who? Really?
0: Uh, that's the I want
1: to say he's a flatweight. He's a flatweight. Let uh, me... I yeah. thought it was
0: like strawweight. Because they have like a really small... Don't they?
1: They have a strawweight division, yeah.
0: Yeah. I thought he was a strawweight.
1: Uh, let me... Pull this up. I could be wrong, though.
0: But, GGS the Quio... Uh, had a nasty spinning back kick KO uh, against Tony Taru. Like, it landed really flush. It looked really painful. Uh, it's one of those kicks that reminds me, like, yeah, I don't want to fight, man. I don't want to know what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was one of those. But it, it was a beautiful kick. But, God, it just looked painful. But uh, GG won uh, via KO spinning back kick in round three. Uh, Nong Stamp uh, defeated... Uh, I don't know if it's B or by by Nguyen, uh, via unanimous decision. Um, there are a bunch of other fights on this card, but those are the only couple that I really care to mention. I'm gonna assume those are one card cards. Probably a good time. One one normally has pretty pretty good cards. Um, the other one, Championship Masters of Fate. All right, let's get to some fights that we can like actually talk about. Talk about, talk about. Um, no, I'll, I'll let you kick off the in a way uh,
1: <clears throat> in there. Alright, so for the uh, World Boxing Super Series uh, Bantamweight tournament, uh, if you don't know, they had the uh, Junior Welterweight tournament earlier this year, uh, which or uh, be final for the tournament earlier this month, or last month, I should say. Uh, Josh Taylor beat uh, Regis Price for the junior Toy tournament and this time around they had the bantamweight tournament final um and it featured naya inoue versus nonito Donaire. um doing it, I, all right so just a little backstory for the tournament Donaire kind of lucked out a little bit um which is why nobody was really high on him heading into the final despite him being like a, a legend and the second best filipino boxer in the last generation um behind Manny Pacquiao uh, dude kind of lucked out against Ryan Burnett Uh, Ryan Burnett threw a cross early in their fight and it completely threw his hip out and he was forced to retire from that fight and in the second round he was supposed to fight Zolani Tate um, and uh, Zolani Tate ended up getting hurt so he ended up fighting a uh, younger uh, less experienced Steven Young um for uh, a spot in the final um and he ended up knocking out Stephen Young uh I should say younger but like a less experienced uh, uh, less proven fighter than Tate and Stephen Young um so he kind of locked his way into the final but um he looked great here and uh night in the way ended up taking a unanimous decision to to claim the uh the bandway title but he looked really good. In doing so, he like he ate everything in the way through at him, and in the way is one of the top five like relative power punchers in boxing right now. Um, his run through this division has been nothing but uh, him knocking out the very best fighters in it, including uh what was it Jamie McDonald and uh, Crap I'm friend, the yeah, this is his name. Uh, Juan Carlos Payano, uh, Emmanuel Rodriguez, like knocking them all out really early in fights. Um, Jener, uh for the first six or seven rounds, basically ate everything way threw at him. And then rounds seven, eight, nine, and ten really started pushing forward as Inouye either tired or um, uh, was, uh, well, he was dealing with a cut that he got early on in the fight. I want to say it was like in the second round. Like there was a deep, deep cut above his left eye or his right eye i'm sorry um that according to him gave him double vision for the entirety of the fight
0: which is crazy yeah <laughs> especially considering what happened in like i can remember around eight or nine when he, he got clocked
1: yeah no um he, he was fighting on uh he was basically fighting like you know he, he was fighting impaired the entirety of the fight um it's still a great in the process uh um, but like I said, Donaire came forward, uh, like you said, tagged the shit out in a way in those middle rounds. Um in, in a way Riley late, like, like he, he said after the fight, like his whole thing was like, Okay, I I banked enough rounds early on. I wanted to make sure I can finish strong. So he came out at round eleven, um, you know, all rene- uh all, all, with like a new vigor and ended up dropping Donaire on a nasty body shot. That probably should not. Not probably. It should have been a knockout. Um. So what ended up happening is Inoue hit uh Donaire to the body. Donaire, uh, like, he made him do the running man. Yeah, uh, Donaire <laughs> ran away. Like, like, like he turned away from Inoue and started running towards the ropes. Uh, the uh, Inoue jumped in to follow, but the referee got in his way, and then like three or four seconds later. Uh, Donaire took a knee and the ref started counting. And he got all the way to 10. D- despite giving him an extra four seconds before Donaire got up and uh, he let the fight continue. In no way thought he had won. That's like, if you see him, he starts celebrating once the referee hits 10. Um, but now the, the fight continued and. Props to there despite eating that nasty body shot. He survived to the end of the round and the end of the fight. Um and honestly, the fight of the year. Um it's up there with the Taylor Pro Ace fight. Um it's up there with Crawford Por- not Crawford, uh Spence Porter. Um just all around terrific fight. If you if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's great.
0: Yeah, this was um I was watching this. Uh, for the first time at work, so I wasn't able to uh, devote, like, my full attention. So, like, in the snippets that I was seeing, I guess I was just seeing all the parts where Inoue was just kind of doing work. hmm I didn't really catch the full gravity of how <clears throat> good the fight was until I rewatched it when I got home with, like, no distractions. And I was like, oh, man. Like, especially putting, like, a lot of this in, like, context. Like, and I, I've said on this podcast plenty of times, I'm nowhere near. Nah, nowhere nearly as knowledgeable in, in boxing as I am in, in MMA. But just for context, like, Daenerys, what, 37 years old?
1: 37, 36, something like that. Yeah.
0: Fighting a, oh, I was in a way, like 20. 26. Yeah. So you got the old line versus the young line. It, it, in most cases, it's just the optics of this kind of fight, no matter what sport you're looking at. It's one of those setup fights. Where it's like we're not really expecting much from the old guy here. He might be competitive a competitive couple rounds, but he's probably gonna get put down maybe like midway through the fight. And, you know, passing not I'm gonna say passing of the torch, but you you know, like it is a swan song kinda of sort of. But like the Nair really made this like a he made it like a dog fight. Like All the, like, in a way was hitting him with some really clean shots, really clean hooks that were landing really flush. And Denier was just, like, not going anywhere. Like you said, like, those first five to six rounds. But that that stretch of rounds from probably, like, seven to, like, 12 was just crazy to watch. Because you spent, (laughs) the first five, you're just looking like, all right, Denier, like, at some point you got to fall apart. And it's not like he was getting completely, like, smoked. Like, he was still landing shots of his own. But, you know, Way was was winning, definitely.
1: So he was, was like, getting cracked, though. Yeah.
0: Like, Way was... He was landing some bombs on Daener. And it's like, all right, at some point, Daenerys has got to slow down or, you know... At some point, the chin's got to crack. And it just... It didn't. It did not crack. And then, like, that last stretch, when you think, like, Way's going to put him away... I think DeNaire caught him with I uh, I can't remember. I think like Inaway jabbed and DeNaire counted with like a right. But like he cracks Inaway with the right and you see Inaway take that stumble and it's like, "Oh, snap. The fight we we got a fight fight now." Like <laughs> and you got to think it's good a condition Inaway's in. It's like, "I know you got to be tired a little bit." Then you catch that right hand and now the the, the complexity, everything in the fight just changes. And now you see Inaway's got to retreat. Um, but he recovers really well, and just when you think, like, the momentum is going to swing to the because he's able to kind of put it together uh, better in those last couple rounds, you get that body shot. I mean, <laughs> you see Daener do the, the little running man across the ring, which I, I didn't even, I didn't notice that, that he had celebrated. I, I was just, I just kept laughing because the way he did, like, he, he did like the old man pedal, like, hold up, youngin Like, <laughs> that that hurt a little bit. Yeah, and he hit the little little back up went to the knee. Um but no, nah, that that la- that last stretch of like those last five rounds was like phenomenal watch. Um This was an amazing fight. This was an amazing
1: amazing fight. Yeah. It, um, it it it's why these like these it kills me that like the the bantamweight and lower divisions don't really get that much pull here in the US in part because like currently the best American fighter um, is in this division is uh, the Puerto Rican Emmanuel Rodriguez who we saw in a way knock the shit out of. Uh, he's yeah, um, and then after that it's Rashid Warren who you might remember from like the 2012 Olympic boxing team. But um, yeah, no, this division is great. And the fight between Inoue and Luis Neri would be amazing, and everything I want. Um, but uh, uh, what, oh actually, I for, almost forgot. There's been news coming off of this. Um, Inouye, in, after well, first off, Inouye suffered a broken or a fractured orbital and a broken nose um, as a result of a uh, offense in this fight. So you know he may, he made like, apparently that. Punch that opened up that cut in the first round also broke his orbital.
0: Which might delay his. Because uh, I, I can't remember. Was that the thing last time? Yeah. We mentioned? That he signed uh, Inoue signed to top rank.
1: Yes. That was the other um, bit of news. He signed okay. to top rank, and the goal is to get him to fight in the U.S. twice a year. So you might get the chance to see Innoway fight in America uh, live. Which I would totally go do if they do yeah. it in New York or Atlantic City or something.
0: And it'll be dope to just see him in front of. Uh different audience you know espn a lot a lot more accessible um
1: Man, i hope he makes a lot of money freaking i, I got, like i know he's a superstar in japan like it, like, um as of the time of recording i don't think the entire like tv ra- uh, ratings came out um for this fight but uh they got it for the kanto region which is uh about 43 percent of the japanese population and um, just that region alone it had 8 million viewers live mm. at its peak the fight um, so it's probably going to end up somewhere around like 16 million people tuning in in Japan to watch him fight mm. which is a hundred times more than he'll get here in the US but right, <laughs> you know there's just more money floating around around here I'll uh say, man, yeah,
0: you it, guys,
1: uh I hope uh, like top rank has been terrible about booking their champions over the past couple of years. Um I hope Noa gets like a near the fight with Neri or somebody. Just somebody.
0: Yeah, dude is uh he's 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 a dog man. He I, I would liken it to like people if you if you don't really, you know because no, no, we mainly cover combat uh well, MMA, but I know maybe not all of you guys may be boxing fans, but I would kind of liken it to the way like how an MMA, I can't even just say the UFC, I feel like it's in most promotions in general, like the lighter weight classes are putting on, they're putting on like all of the best fights. And I feel like it's not just MMA, like it's across every combat sports. Like the little dudes are just out here, like (laughs) just consistently putting on really, really, really high level performances. Um, and this is just, this is another one of those, but if uh, if you've never seen an Inouye fight, I mean, he's got highlights up on YouTube, but, you know, get a chance next year in 2020, uh, when he, when he's up on ESPN, I don't know if it will be on ESPN or ESPN plus, hopefully both. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that turns out, but definitely, man, give, 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 uh, Naya Inouye a look, man, really amazing fighter, um, but also just a lot of respect to Dinero, for a thirty seven year old, um I don't, I don't know if that is his last fight. I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't really follow him that close, but for a thirty seven year old, even though it was a losing performance, you can't really ask much more from a guy like that. Like you, you can't really ask more. That's that's about as good as you're gonna do, um I guess in a losing effort. I don't mean it sound like morbid, but <laughs> like you know. For 37 year old that that's a that's a crazy performance to put on. But in a way versus the Nair, go give that a look. If you got the zone, uh sup on the zone. And there are probably other alternative methods you can use to uh to watch if you see fit. Yeah. You know, and a amazing fight, man. Definitely, definitely go give that a look.
1: All right. Now the um, real boxing man <laughs> <laughs> <right>. <laughs>
0: Let's go from a uh, world class to uh, World class.
1: I was gonna say world uh, star. Yeah, yeah,
0: there we go. There we go. <laughs> there we go.
1: So before, be- be- I just want to read uh, the the website boxing scene. Somebody, one of the writers, tweeted out from the main account. Um, was it boxing scene? Yes, uh, it was boxing mm-hmm. scene. Um. They they tweet out from the main account. Um, Let me just read it. Spoke to several people who ordered the zone card just to watch the main event. They trashed the undercard and felt KSI versus Logan Paul was great. Because they had no idea what they were watching. They don't understand what boxing is. They want a tough man belt, not a boxing match. Hashtag new fans. And I feel like that's where we can jump off with this conversation between KSI (laughs) and Logan Paul. And what's wrong with boxing, honestly? Because. All right, all right, so I don't know why Billy Joe Saunders was on this card other than they needed an excuse, Like they, they, they're contractually obligated to give him fights. And this is probably where he could do the least amount of damage because no one likes him. But. Devin Haney's a fun fighter when he has somebody in front of him. And they put nobody in front of him for him to fight. So when you get when you have two basically walkover fights where the A side looks, I don't know, just like bothered to be there and like they're just doing the bare minimum to win, no shit the two popular people in the main event who might not be very good, but are giving it their all and having a competitive fight, Will look like superstars next to them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It uh, it'd be like
1: that. Like, so, <laughs> I, I'm on record as saying I was in the fence. Uh, like the 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 fight, the fact that this fight was like a money fight, and like people were like clamoring to be on the card, and you know the promoter was throwing money behind it. Um, who was this? Was it Warren? It was a Hearn. It was a Hearn. Um, like the like I, I was not in the least bit upset about it because. Say that we've been around a while now, right we yeah. we we've seen the bevy of different circus fights and to be honest, you know combat sports is basically all circus fight, but some some fights take it to that next level. I remember living through McGregor mayweather uh-huh. <laughs> and having every pundit and every stand fan and just out and like just out and about screaming about how it was a competitive fight and how MMA angles were like the key to McGregor knocking Mayweather out and proving he's the best in both sports and blah 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 and like that felt gross to me like a complete mischaracterization of uh, uh, uh of the fight heading into it this did not. Uh, this was two guys with equal experience, equal like boxing training, who don't like each other. We just had a grudge match. Who, who just had a grudge match for a lot of money because they had a lot of fans, and I'm fine with that. I, I am one hundred fifty thousand percent fine with that.
0: Was a c- compared to all of the other freak fights we've seen throughout the years, this one wasn't that bad.
1: Uh, this <laughs> It wasn't even the grossest fight of this weekend. <laughs> like
0: this wasn't wasn't terrible. Did looking forward to the trilogy.
2: Hardest?
0: Yeah, looking, looking forward to the trilogy. Like and here, here's, here's the thing. Like kinda like you said, it's yes, yeah, you know. And maybe i'm 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 a little detached because i don't i don't have any connection to either of these two. I'm just kind of here for the shenanigans i just, I just want to see a, a train wreck i just I just want to see some madness just madness unfold. but like for what we for what this was, for what we knew it was going to be. I don't think this was really that terrible. Sure, there was... I, I didn't watch the pre-fight presser, so I don't know what was said. I'm pretty sure it was wild. Probably a lot of nonsense going on. We'll get to
1: Shannon Briggs in a second.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Shannon Briggs was really the star of the show. Um, But, like... Sure, was the fight, you know, was the technique the greatest? Nah, not really. You know, could they have probably looked better? Yeah, maybe so. But, like... It was six rounds and it was mildly entertaining i've seen professional fights between two people i care about that were actually much worse than this so like i can't really and like we we kind of know how this goes like in in a in a perfect world which we don't live in and we'll probably never live in but should should the legit boxers who are like actual champions be the headliners yes we we know that we all know that but when you throw in fame and numbers and views, which in, in today's world, everything digital, like, that, that stuff unfortunately matters. So, yeah, the two kids that none of us really care about who just run YouTube channels or rap, whatever they do, I don't know. I don't pay them any attention. Yes. Yeah, they, they, they're going to get the headline. Sorry.
1: <laughs> just, Good. It just... It kind of just... That's the thing, though. Like... One of the things, two things, like when I call combat sports like a freak show, like whatever, that's because like, unlike the NBA and unlike the NFL and unlike MLB and then like, I guess the NHL and MLS and all the international soccer or whatever, when you're really good at those sports, it sells itself. Combat sports is the only sport where like headliners matter. You know what I mean? All right.
0: Because so that's what people tune in for.
1: They... they they tune in for the person, not the not the like the the like. Obviously, there are like people like us who tune in, who tune in for everything, and we want to see like skilled fights and you know the best fight the best. But like most people don't turn it into to, like even when Floyd was like. Even though Floyd was the best boxer in the world, no one—a good amount of the audience didn't turn in, tune in to see him be the best boxer in the world. They tuned in to be part of the like. They turned in to be part of the experience.
0: Yeah, it was the experience, or you wanted to, you wanted to be there in case Floyd
1: lost. Right. They wanted to see a star fight. Yeah. And and to an extent that's why Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. is still around, and to another extent that's why we got. KSI versus Logan Paul getting paid a million dollars each to fight a six rounder I guess, one another.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I like. What was my other point? Oh, that's the. And one other thing. Like, one of the things I love about combat sports is that, like, they are accessible to, ed- to everybody. Meaning, you can be like a 45 year old pencil pusher. And on the weekends, you can still go do, like, Golden Gloves or something. You know what I mean? All right. All right. Or you could be a pro boxer. You can be a journeyman. Like, you know, freaking, like, uh, you're going to tell me that, like, uh Tony Lopez, when he's not fighting, is, like, working as a mechanic somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, like right. this is a side hobby to a lot of people. That's what I love about it. Like, it's not like basketball or football where, like, you have to be committed. Or not so much that you have to be committed, but like, you know, there there is a there is more between being a professional and then being like an amateur. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And, and the NBA, that can't be. You can't have a side job. Right. <laughs> that is your yeah. That, that's your full no, no time gig. even
1: beyond that, like there there like you, I guess you can find like a professional basketball league, like in your local area, but like it's not the same. Right. So like I, I kind of I, I love the fact that literally just anybody can put on boxing gloves and like call themselves like a professional boxer.
0: And I guess before before we get in, in into the fight, oh, I mean, <laughs> Shannon Briggs. Shannon
1: Briggs. All right. So Shannon um, Briggs.
0: Well, I, I was gonna say one one more. Uh, I was, what was I gonna say? Got got old. Um, no, like I, I, was, I was gonna say um. The the one thing that redeems like I guess like freak fights or circus fights for me. Is at least it, it, it was done in a professional manner. Like, these both, both these guys trained with professionals. They went to reputable gyms, had reputable trainers, actually put in some work. I'm, I, I gotta give them a little bit of credit. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, these know? dudes yeah. like, were like, they tried.
0: Yeah, they legit, like, these are two guys. I, I think Logan Paul was a football player. I don't know if KSI has any, like, athletic uh, background or anything. But, like, these are basically two dudes off the street who really did, like, go into gyms, try to, like, learn something from some very, very reputable people, and really went in there and, like, tried to fight. Like, I can't even really be—it'd be different if this was, like, some world star backyard brawl, like, you know. But they they legitimized it as much as you could for a fight like this. Right. And I can't, I can't even really, I can't really hate on it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I knew what I came here for.
1: Yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew what I was doing. I, I did not feel lied to, except maybe by Shannon Briggs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's, yeah, let's, let's get into.
1: the. Alright, so, um, <laughs> so, do you, so, like, I, I'm just gonna read the quote. That Shannon Briggs gave at the the, the 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 fight conference earlier this week before um, everything went down. So with that being said, if I can do it, a kid that weighed two hundred pounds at birth, uh, a kid that weighed two pounds at birth, less than two pounds at birth, asthmatic all my life, picked up on and bullied. If I can do it, Logan Paul can do it too. With the money he has, he white. He could be heavyweight champion for five years. I'm telling you, mark my words. Let's go, champ. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shannon Briggs is a national treasure, man. <laughs> also,
1: Shannon Briggs, who was uh, again in Logan Paul's corner uh for this fight, um, you know, trained him a bit alongside Jeff Mayweather. Um he also did get into, try to get into a fight with uh, a member of KSI's training team. Uh, it, wait, no, it, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. He might have got into a fight with Jeff Mayweather. Yeah, I think Jeff trained KSI. Yeah, I Jeff think. trained KSI. Yeah. I'm sorry, I got my 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 uh, my guys mixed up. Okay, so the 47 year old boxer was betrayed. Blah blah blah. But Briggs was involved in an altercation with KSI's head trainer, Vidal Riley, and his team after a weigh-in on Friday. Briggs punched Riley's cousin, while Riley had to be restrained by security staff at the event. So hey, Briggs! <laughs> so, Sharon Briggs might be pushing 50, but, like, he hits hard as fuck. Yeah. So, I can only imagine how terrifying that is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know what? I applaud both cornerman but more so briggs because he was probably the more visible one of the night i I applaud the passion that they really put and i don't know if it was an act if they were just selling it or if they really felt that way probably a little bit of both because i imagine everybody in this situation got paid pretty handsomely um but i just applaud the passion that really went into this to them really trying to coach these guys up because boy shannon was
1: shannon briggs does not know anything but passion <laughs> Anything that man does, he does with one hundred percent conviction.
0: Yeah. And you gotta you gotta respect him man. Shannon was on a hundred all night. When they were interviewing him during rounds and I can't remember the the reporter's name, but she's like, you know, what what he gotta do uh this round and how does he get back in the fight? And Briggs is like half answering her question, and then he's like, One two, one two, one one two Like he is He's really He's really out there, man. But as far as the fight, um, I'm not mad at it. Like right? yeah, it was
1: fine. Yeah, it, it was a fight between two guys who only had one amateur fight between uh, uh, each, and right, it reflected in how they fought. I mean, they, that right. was pretty good for like guys with one amateur fight each. But they've also spent a lot of money probably training for this fight, so makes sense, I guess. Like
0: to go six hard rounds. Like I, I ain't gonna lie, and then you know, I know a lot. I feel like there are some peers who probably listen to us. They're probably, they probably clicked off already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But like, I got, I gotta respect that they, they, they really did go six hard rounds. Cause like, I can shadow box in my basement for five minutes and get gassed. pretty easily. Mm. To go six hard rounds when you're actually getting punched for real, right? Like <laughs> I'm shadow boxing there's nothing hitting me back
1: right
0: <laughs> I'm hitting, I'm swinging that air there's nothing there. They're actually getting hit and albeit yeah it don't look pretty but you're still getting punched um to go six hard rounds like you you gotta respect it um k s i was falling in love with that little that that winging right hand
1: that like that man has been training probably like a year and a half since that fight ha- that first fight happened and he has not gotten any better. And Logan Paul has been training since that fight. And it he looked like he got better, but he was afraid to do anything about it.
0: Yeah. He he looked a lot more Gun He looked a little more a little, little more hesitant, a little a little more gunshot. Yeah.
1: Um and It cost him the fight. Really,
0: yeah. I don't know if he mentioned
1: it. KSI won by split decision.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? Um I guess a quick little Cause KSI probably won because it was only a six. It was only a six round fight, and KSI jumped out of the lead. He was pitching a shutout up until um there was some shenanigans going on in terms of knockdowns where um that
1: were and were not called.
0: Yeah, like Ks that that Ks that KSI right hand that caught Logan Paul behind the ear, that was a knockdown. Yes, that should have been a knockdown. Yes, um but for whatever reason, maybe somebody threw some money somewhere, told the ref look the other way. Or maybe they just wanted to drag it out all the way. I don't know. Have your own conspiracy theories? But, (laughs) like, you know, they didn't score the knockdown for whatever reason. Fight continues on. They don't score it as a knockdown. And then uh, Logan Paul gets his knockdown. And you know what, though? I'll give Logan Paul credit. That first uppercut that he landed Mm -hmm. that put KSI down, that uppercut was clean. Yep. That was a nice uppercut. Like, he weaved out of the way and just kind of... He snuffed that one in there real nice. I gotta get I gotta get credit for
1: that. That was a nice uppercut. And then you have to instantly take it away because he decided to hit. KSI right. while he was down. <laughs>
0: yeah, it got a little it got a little MMA ish in there. <laughs> wrong 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 arena for that one, buddy. Yeah, but,
1: um, and ends up getting two points taken.
0: Yeah, that was a whole situation. So, but it was expected, man. Like we we knew we were about to watch some wild. That's what we. That, that that's why I kind of hate when people get so like upset. Like it's one thing if you get if you get upset and decide not to watch. I respect, because at least you're like you know what I'm committed to not.
1: I'm I'm not committed to the gimmick.
0: Yeah, it, that's and you know what I probably pissed a lot of people off. That's how I feel about bare knuckle. <laughs> I can't. That's that line for me that I just can't like. I can't commit myself to this. Uh this this doesn't this ain't it for me. But I just, I don't watch it. I don't watch it. I don't comment on it. That's cool. But if you're going to watch this and subject yourself to all six rounds, you got to be all in, man. You know what you're here for. Like, be here for the train wreck. Yeah. We Don't complain about it. We're all here on the same boat. We know what's going on. I mean,
1: if I'm complaining about anything, I'm complaining that this fight wasn't like a bigger, like, train wreck.
0: Right. <laughs> it wasn't as many. Because if you take out the, the knockdown shenanigans, it wasn't as, as big of a train wreck as you'd think it would be. Aside from, like, you know, technique not going to look great, but obviously it's two guys who don't have really any experience, but, you know, it wasn't really that bad of a train wreck. Yeah. It was, it was
1: cool. There was a fight between guys who had zero provides between them.
0: Exactly, and that's what we saw. Um, and Logan Paul probably should keep his hands up a little more, though. I felt like he could string together some decent combinations when he tried, but he just didn't try a lot. Did, didn't, didn't, uh, a little gunshot. Um, but, you know, it was a couple of good jabs, winging right hands, you know. It was pretty much like a heavyweight fight. <laughs> it wasn't that far off. I mean, they were
1: cruiserweights.
0: Right. It wasn't that far off for some prelim heavyweight fights that we've all watched and, made fun of or maybe even enjoy it as like a guilty pleasure but like I I applaud this a little more because these are guys who don't have any experience compared to you know like legit professional professionals and they're out here going for it man I ain't mad at it but KSI won via split decision and what was a fight I don't know how to rate it on a scale from 1 to 10 but you know if you want to see some winging right hands shenanigans with knockdowns and a one clean uppercut, maybe a couple jabs, probably should have been better. Um, go watch it. Crowd was hyped. Everybody was hyped. The energy in the building looked crazy. So and no, 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 no.
1: We we are not breezing past this. Oh. <laughs> I've been waiting all episode to talk about it. Can we talk about the crowd real quick?
0: I'll I'll, I'll let you uh. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you handle this. Um,
1: so. Yeah, so, in, in this fight between YouTubers, in, you know, Los Angeles, of course, uh, uh, I don't even know how to put it. There were three porn stars in attendance <laughs> at, at, to the fight, who kind of just started twerking in the background, if you were, like, watching the fight from, like, uh, and paying attention to the crowd. <laughs> And uh, one piece on the floor, that, uh, the Staples Center almost got kicked out.
0: Hey. It's
1: so, <laughs> just, ter- just a terrific night for boxing. <laughs> that-
0: <laughs> everybody had it. It looked like everybody had an amazing time. Yeah,
1: like, this is a good time. Everybody got sauce. It's great.
0: And to be honest, like, the, the crowd that they probably attracted, because I imagine it was a lot of oh, younger. That's the people.
1: other thing I wanted to talk about if you, it, all the crowd Bro. shots were just oh my god tell, <laughs> were just incredible douchebags
0: like the 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 young douche energy <laughs> was <laughs> was really strong in that crowd
1: lots of dudes and, in ironic hoodies like with pastel colors and like wearing like ski hats in LA
0: Some of them just look like the ultimate... They look like YouTubers. And I mean that in a bad way. (laughs) They look like YouTubers and YouTube commenters. The way you envision them in your head...
1: A lot of Instagram influencers in there, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll say, though, I I honestly, for as young as that crowd probably was, I expected, like, a lot more... I can't think of the word. Like chaos or disrespect maybe i guess I don't, know, I don't know but you know they're peeing in the front row so i guess you know can't really beat that <laughs> unless you actually get kicked out but uh yeah that, that crowd was uh if you do watch the fight just just pay attention to the the camera shots when they uh they pan to the crowd faces a lot of interesting looking folks uh in there and, you know, KSI and, and Logan Paul pieced it up afterwards, you know, respect, all that good stuff, integrity.
1: Uh, we can't <laughs> believe we got away with this.
0: Right. <laughs> Have fun with the bag, bro. Hey, man, I can't wait for the trilogy. That's all I'm going to say. That's, that's how I'm going to close that out. I'm waiting am
1: waiting for the trilogy. I can't wait till one of these dudes, because he won two fights or won a fight, is going to be like, oh, I can be a real boxer. I'm gonna have
0: I don't know, Logan Paul and Dylan Danis I haven't hadn't that been like a feud? Yeah. That a thing? Eddie Hearn had
1: Dylan Danis banned from the stable Center because he was afraid he'd have to pay for more security. Lord. That's a that's <laughs> a real thing.
0: <laughs> oh man! You know what? I know y'all are probably wondering why did we spend so much time on this fight? Cause like to be honest, man,
2: mm.
0: in a way, the nail was amazing. Amazing fight. Can't can't. Um, understate that enough outside of uh uh in a way there i didn't get a lot out of this weekend if i'm being completely honest
1: um yeah it was not like the, the... all right so i had to work uh one uh, saturday morning um up until like two o'clock so i did not catch most of the ufc prelims i caught a little bit of the pandy kienza the jessica rose clark fight uh, caught a little bit of the Grant fight against Popov. Um, was it davy Grant? I think it was David Grant.
0: Yeah, David
1: Grant. Yep. Um, I saw the Ankalaev uh, knockout, which is, Ooh. yeah, gorgeous. Um, so I, I I basically was just stuck with the main card, and most of it was not inspiring. Yeah. Um, even the parts of it that I kind of enjoyed or just like, okay, that happened. Um, but you know we'll we'll get to it I guess. Um, yeah. The main event was great, uh, and but even that felt like God. This, this should have been a fucking yeah. Counter. You felt like you got shortchanged. Yeah, I got. Like. I feel. I feel gyps. I'm like, what? it's not 2009 anymore. Let's go. All right.
0: <laughs>
1: Send them back out there. <laughs> right.
0: That would have been wild if like Dana just popped up like. No, you know you, got, fuck you, got you guys. There's no.
1: <laughs> th- there's no. Uh, athletic commission in Russia
0: right you, you have to do you have to do you don't do two more you don't get you, there's no pay there's no bag there's no pay you you gotta go finish. but um you know what man well, yeah, we'll just we'll just uh I mean we'll close out KSI Logan Paul split decision win for KSI yada yada can't wait for the
1: trilogy <laughs> moving a, on a lot of body jabbing in that fight yeah more than you see in the UFC <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: you're right the amount of body jabs KSI threw is probably more than we've seen on this entire UFC card. Hey,
1: it's probably more than Calvin Cater's has ever thrown in his career. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, KSI could probably outbox Calvin Cater. <laughs> he's got a better he's got a better boxing record than Conor McGregor. So there you
0: go. You hate to see it, <laughs> or, do, or, do, or do you love to see it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, get that, Connor. You don't want that KSI smoke. That right-hand catcher, it's over, buddy.
1: Can't wait till Conor McGregor starts a YouTube channel just so he can, like, set up this fight. Oh, man. <laughs> but,
0: let's, uh, let's move on, man. Closing out of all the fights we'll be talking about. UFC Moscow, man. Headlined by... To beat Magomed Sharapov and Calvin Cater. um fight that we were supposed to get i forgot when but uh like
1: three weeks ago in boston
0: yeah didn't happen ironically it was rescheduled for the beats home uh, i don't
1: think the word is ironically yeah.
0: I'm, i'll put that in air quotes make 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 of that what you will
2: <laughs>
0: make of that hold up and what i don't, I don't remember was the original one
1: should have was the original one would have been a five rounder right no the original one was a three-rounder it was the co-main event of uh reyes Weidman Ah okay. it's a good thing this this fight didn't happen on the way of uh, uh Reyes card because uh Calvin Cater uh Calvin Cater came out to Chris Weidman's theme song.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: He won't back totally. down. Yeah. Except in the first <laughs> two rounds. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: so yeah, just start from the top. Uh Zabit versus Cater. Um I was on record picking Cater to win. I thought Same here. I envisioned Zabit would have a strong start. See, my prediction would have been right had this went five rounds. See, my prediction uh, I, was
1: predicated on believing this was a fight. For
0: <laughs> See, because my exact thoughts were, Zabit for probably the first round or the first like round and a half. Oh, he's going. He's going to get his work off. Like, dude's really creative, high output. He's moving him up 100 miles a minute. Just always bouncing around. Just always doing something, keeping you guessing. You never know what he's really going to throw. So he's going to get it off for the first two rounds. And I was like, second half of the fight, as long as Cater hasn't taken too much damage, once he gets his distance in his range and his boxing starts flowing, oh, it's going to get ugly. And that happened, but we didn't get five rounds up. We only got three. Um,. But you know what? I'm gonna try not to harp on that too much. It is what it is. Um, we got the
1: fight, we got
0: Yeah, we got we got what we got, so we just we gotta live with what we got. Um, I, I did I, I like a lot of what Zabit did. Like Zabit is very the man is just really creative. Um, I was I was surprised that I am gonna say surprised. Maybe a, a little stronger word, but um, I, I I expected him to mix it up more in terms of um. Going for more takedowns or grappling more, which he didn't really do too much of, really, in this fight at all. Um, he was pretty willing to just kind of stand and engage, and he did a really good job of it. Like, he he stood in the pocket with Cater a couple of times. He landed good shots. Um, like I said, he, he's just really creative. You kind of never really know what he's going to throw. One minute, you might get hit with a one-two. It might be a side kick coming, leg kick he might spin the next second you know he's always bouncing around you kind of never really know what's going on and i felt like in those first two rounds he really i't I say overwhelmed because i thought cater did a, a solid job defensively he, he ate shots but he he didn't get cracked with anything that was too too crazy i just felt like he didn't i don't know if he got overloaded or it just took him a little longer to kind of find his timing and like find his groove but it, it just wasn't enough.
1: Yeah, it was too little, too late.
0: Yeah, too. It was too. It was too little, too late. Like he, he spent too much time kind of either waiting for something to happen. Um, Zabit was able to put a lot of pressure on in those first two rounds, and I mean, to Zabit, like I said, he, he he can get off to a strong start, man. The man can just hit you with all kinds of combinations. You never really know what's coming. Um, and even and even though while like he's not a like power puncher he still can land pretty clean um and pretty effectively and like he mixes it up you can get he'll hit you with a jab he corpated with a couple uppercuts um i did like that both of them maybe not a whole lot but i saw a lot of um a decent number of like hooks to the body when they were throw combinations which i thought was really dope
1: um yeah his body uh, like one thing I I think that gets lost in all the like the spinning stuff and uh, the the fancy kicks that Mega Med Sheriff Puff throws is that he's a really solid boxer. Mm. Like he 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 has a really nice jab when he chooses to throw it. Um, he like his ability like uh, his ability to switch stances mid combination is like really smooth. Like lots of shifting punches, lots of you know, um. throw the cross and turn it into, like, a jab by switching stances and getting that little bit of extra reach on it. Um, he has, like, really nice head movement when uh, when he chooses to use it. Um, he can, and he's a really nice hand fighting. Like, that was part of the reason, like, why uh, K, uh, Kater's jab didn't get off early in the fight. Um, he was doing a good job of parrying it, uh, like, you know, stacking on it, uh, posting on that lead hand. Um lots of hard things that just like he was able to draw that jab out and counter it or get cater moving backwards which is like just I, I think that was the biggest surprise to me um like i expected megamas sheriff to be fu- to fight backwards because i expected cater to come forward more but megamas sheriff was able to not only push Cater back but just like meet him in the middle like they would exchange a distance or like uh, he, he would lead more I, I guess I would say uh, like and they would like a lot of their fight was fought inside that octagon uh, like the the one the middle one the black lines hmm. um, there were some instances where Cater was able to push sheriff Macbeth Sherpa back and that's where I expected him to like really like have some success but the all the feints and all the different looks um it just were too much early on for him to, like, really get a read. I think that's where, like, um, I, I, I think that's where, uh, you know, it, to be is just most troubling because, like, he throws so much at you, like, over the course of the, of the first two rounds. Like, you don't really know what to counter or what to expect. Um, like, in round three, Kader was just like, fuck it. I'm going to up the pressure. And all these I'm going to force exchanges in the pocket. And that's when he started landing those uppercuts. He started like attacking the body with those hooks. But yeah, he like two or three really nasty hooks to the body. And it's just like if you had started this like if you had just attacked the body early on, he might have gotten tired a little bit quicker.
0: Um I wonder if and I guess it kinda of caught me by surprise. I didn't think that when they did start exchanging in the pocket, I didn't expect Zabit to do as well as he did. Like, I thought Cater was gonna get the better of a lot of those exchanges.
1: Uh, his footwork was on point. Zabit, like, just like he knew when to be in the pocket. Like, he was he did a very good job of like not giving Cater the angles to exploit him there early on. But like the the longer the fight went on, the more tired he got. Yep. <laughs> and like yeah. the like the 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 punch that hurt Magomed Sharipov, like the first and like that long sequence where Cato just starts marching him down. He sli- he slips the first punch. He slips the jab. Or was that cross? But he slips the first punch. and just gets caught on the uppercut because he's just not looking at Cato Cater anymore.
0: Cato was landing some nasty uppercuts <laughs> in that round. Okay. Yeah, K- Cato was. Cater was getting it off in that third round. Um, God, yeah, it was. This was so. It was such a good fight, but it was so frustrating because it's like.
1: Oh, okay. He finally like something finally clicks for Cater, and then oh, oh, the fight's over.
0: Right. It's like, but it's like, oh, if you could just could have. Because, like I said, that third round is what I was hoping would have happened earlier. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of expected to beat, probably take the first, just because he's so creative. You kind of gotta. Take your time, figure out, like, all right, what is this guy really trying to do? Because he's, he, he's going to throw everything. But, yeah, I just expected that pressure from Cater to come earlier. Um, but, ah, yeah. God, it just feels like we got... It was such a good fight, man. Because they really were exchanging, like, back and forth. But Zabit just... More pressure in those first two. And then in that third round, Cater, like, we thought we thought he would... Todd was slowly turning. The beat, you see, the beat start looking up at the clock. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, all right, all right man, yeah, and you, we know what time it is.
1: <laughs> good luck, <from> Max Holloway.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. But like, but man, C- well, yeah,
1: one geez. one last thing, Cater did that I really liked. He started switching stances in like the, the end of the second round and the third round, um, where he was just like, you know what, I'm not, I, I'm not able to cut this guy off, so I'm gonna just switch stances on him mid combination. And it seemed to just throw McAfee Sheriff off. It was just like, okay, I guess I'll just back up while he does that. And then all of a sudden, he'd find himself against the fence.
0: My memory could be a little off. I felt like Cater was throwing leg kicks at one point in the
1: fight. Oh, yeah, no. Like, he, he was throwing, that like, that's the thing. That's another thing he could have done. Like
0: Yeah, he should have kept those a little more consistently. Because I felt like at one point he was doing them. Not not a whole lot, but enough that it was noticeable and then it kinda he wasn't again at one point.
1: Yeah, he like he landed like a lot like there was a sequel where he landed like two or three leg kicks in a row and like sheriff, Sherpal didn't even bother to check him. But you could tell like they were messing with him. Hmm. It was just like
0: 'cause I... I guess a guy likes to beat who moves as much as he does. You you kinda wanna if you can chop those down and just get them off the gas pedal a little bit, probably could do wonders. Um, but then I guess in the beats, defense, throw a kick, still might get countered. Or, you know, you can still get caught with something. He was real long and rangy, so. Um, but no, nah, this was a really good fight, man. It just really sucks because you wanted, you really wanted five rounds of this, and it, it. For me, yeah, I, I can say for me. Um, Zabit is, is, is really, really talented. But a five-rounder against a guy like Max, or even against, like, Volkanovski,
1: that, I don't see yeah, it. Yeah, that, that might be uh, uh, a little much, you know? Yeah.
0: Because we, we saw Volkanovski. He can go a hard five. The man, the man can go a hard five. Like, I, I think Beat can have success against the upper tier of this division, but... When he fights those guys who are kind of just, like, dogs, like, I just, I don't see how he overcomes if he does not get an early finish. Yeah, like, that's the thing. it's not in his favor because he's not a power, he's not a power puncher, like.
1: Yeah, like, and the thing is, like, the top three fighters in this division are Max Holloway, Alexander Volkanovsky, and Brian Ortega. And they all fight with constant, constant pressure. And unless you put them away, they will just not back down. All right.
0: So before we uh, back off this fight and move on, do do you want to see... I saw a lot of people throw this out there. Is it a beat Yair? Is this the time to...
1: And they're both coming off of wins. I don't see why not.
0: Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it.
1: They get a five-rounder.
0: Yeah, i yeah, about to say, do not that... No, don't do that co-main trash. <laughs> that better be headlining the card. That, that needs to... That needs to be headlined in the car somewhere. Um, but, no, awesome main event, man. Good good win for Zabit, nonetheless. Um, but, to cicada, man. Re- really good performances. A little, little, too little, too late. But, great, great fight. For for the main event, we, we all wanted to see. I think we all got what we wanted. We just wanted two more rounds of it. But, yeah, it is what it is. Um, but, congrats to Zabit. He got the win via unanimous decision. Uh, co-main event, Alexander Volkov versus Greg Hardy, um, I would say I have a lot to say about this fight, but I don't really, like, Vol- Volkov basically went in, I-, I posted this on Twitter, he had a mild, mildly aggressive sparring session with Greg Hardy.
1: Um, basically, yeah.
0: Yeah, and... Kind of what I ain't gonna say what I expected to happen happened. I thought he would maybe be able to put Hardy out um you know what's what's kind of funny though is the Hardy's like first couple fights and, and even going back to the contender series where he would just come in and just kind of outright the straight brawl, just push forward hands 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 until you know somebody gets knocked out, yep, and then we saw in his last fight, I can't remember the guy's name that he fought, but he was like a lot more measured, um which you know I get. You know, because you don't want to go out and just gas out in the first round. (laughs) But, uh, to be honest, I thought against Volkov, this might have been the one fight where you should have just went in and just tried to just take a head off. Because, you're not going to land, you're you're not going to win an uh, an at-distance, like, kickboxing match with Volkov. Like, dude is way too skilled. Really, just long and rangy. Yeah. Um, pe- peppered Hardy up with those body kicks, um, which he kind of just throws on a whim. No wind up. It don't even look like they. I don't say it don't look like they hurt, cause I thought that for a second, but then I imagine like, dude, he's like seven foot. It's a big leg. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that's, a, that's a that's a large leg hitting you. So even though it don't look, cause he doesn't throw it with like a lot of velocity. It's like he just picks it up and just like places it there. But I'd imagine if a dude who's like 6'8 hits you enough times with those, probably hurts after a while. Um, So, yeah, he just kind of peppered Hardy up. Good body kicks. Um, He would land a hard shot every now and again. Hardy was trying to get off those power hooks. Um, He might have landed maybe like one or two, but nothing too too crazy. Um, Hardy realized in the third that he was definitely losing. He, He came out with a blitz in the third. Um, which is something I thought he probably should have did earlier had he hoped to win, but Butch didn't work. He just kind of, there's not a lot of technical to break down. Lokov literally just, he just... Jab and leg just Yeah, that was it. Just pick him apart.
1: The occasional front kick to keep Hardy at range. Keep him thinking. Yeah, no, just, uh, Lokov spent a year, I don't know if he was, like, hurt or, you know, that, uh,
0: Boris Loss probably took a uh, took a little bit out of him. Yeah. So but um
1: So I I, 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 I don't I know if like any of that um was like the reason he was out for a year, but like yeah, a fine return.
0: I continue to see for Volkov that coming over from Bellato, I did not think he would do this Oh uh, yeah. And I'm not using I'm not using the hardy fight as like the measuring stick, but like just overall I did not think he would come to the UFC and be as successful as he has been. Um, but, nah, prop, props to him, man. He's still out here getting wins. Um, not a lot to say about that fight. What's next for Hardy? Don't know. Don't okay. care. Don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> Don't really care. Um, I, I still wouldn't mind seeing the Volkov-JDS fight if that can get rescheduled. Um, because Volkov, you know, outside of the, the Lewis, you know, uh, knockout, he's been really good in the UFC, man. He's put on a lot of good fights, so... Um, I, I wouldn't, I hope they can still do the JDS fight down the line, but Volkov, uh, defeated Greg Hardy via unanimous decision, ooh, this next fight, boy, (laughs) Danny Roberts versus Zalim, uh, Amadev, um, man, I feel like the last couple times we talked about Danny Roberts, things started off well, and then he had, like, things just go wrong, like he's another one of those guys that I feel like has like some unfortunate losses. Right. And uh the tides turned. <laughs> the, the 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 tides turned. Um I don't remember this fight in a ton of specific detail. I remember it was be it was a, a pretty a pretty decent fight. Um I remember Danny going for a lot of pushing for a lot of takedowns. Um that that finished though Mm. (laughs) you know what was crazy so this fight uh i was half watching this card at work um but when this fight was on i was actually driving home so i didn't i couldn't watch it but i had my uh, phone uh plugged up so i was hearing it uh through my speaker but i couldn't watch what was going on so all i heard was a loud scream and then i heard oh, he wins with the spin. And in my mind, I thought, oh, Danny Roberts did a spinning backfist. I didn't know they meant spin like, oh, he punched him so hard that he literally... Spun around to faceplant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. He, he he did like the the half Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez spin, and just faceplanted. Like, he cracked Zalim with a left, and Zalim's whole body just... You know it was like he was trying to do like a capoeira move and he fell like halfway and landed like right on his chin um and just that look in his eyes when he like looked back up you could tell like yeah he had no idea he he didn't know what happened yeah um yikes yikes but uh great win for danny though um On a card that was not very eventful. At least in the main card. I I enjoyed the prelims. Way to stand out. Um, (laughs) If you can make a man spin, um, you did something right. And I think... I can't remember, was it this fight? Did he go to another gym? I can't
1: remember. Uh, uh, I think he split time. Because I know he was still at the... um, Whatever the... I know they're not Black Zillions anymore, but... Uh, they're, they're like something else. I can't remember what they are. Um, but uh, like I know he's still there, but he did like train elsewhere as well. Yeah. So
0: eh, maybe sometimes you just you just need to switch up. Um, whatever it was you make a man spin. You know, you're, you're probably gonna win that fight. <laughs> so congrats to Danny Roberts. Uh, he got the lean out of there with a nasty KO of a left hook in that second round. Um, this next fight. (laughs) Did you watch uh, Ed Herman and Cadiz? I Uh, I did.
1: Ed Herman's out here just ruining uh, the heavyweight
2: prospects. (laughs) 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 Oh
0: man. You know what though? When I saw his name on the card, I was like, oh god. I'm in 2019. Like no disrespect, but I'm not really looking forward to an Ed Herman fight. I actually, like, halfway enjoyed
1: this. Like, yeah, it was... Dude, yeah, he looked good. Well, I mean, as good as, like, a 39-year-old is gonna look. Right. But, like, he was out there, like, in the clinch, he was strong, he was... You know, uh... Uh... What's it uh, Establishing, like, he he was building a bridge so he could, um... You know, land those knees. Like, he was really... uh, flexible, like, creative with those knees, where, like... Uh, he, the the guy would go to cover his face, and then he would just come from underneath with the knee. It was really good. Um, he that that other dude that I, I, I don't even have his name in front of me right now. What's his name? Uh, Kadyes Yeah, Abregimov. Um, he gasped four minutes into the fight.
0: <laughs> I feel like every like minute and a half he would have a really hard flurry where he would just like unleash just like this four or five punch combination. And I can't be mad. Cause you, you, you would think Ed Herman 30 plus years old, almost at 40. I can probably get this old guy out of here. Ed Herman ate those shots. Like, yeah, he, he, he took them, took them on the chin. And the young guy probably was like, well, I thought I was going to knock the old man out, but like dude is still here. <laughs> He's not leaving, and like you said, yeah, I was most impressed with Herman's clinch work. Those knees were really nasty. Um, I don't know if he broke his nose, but he definitely busted Abraimov's nose up, like really quick with those knees. And he landed a couple good elbows in the clinch too. Yeah, like Ed Herman just gave him—I ain't gonna say an old man beaten, but you know—he kicked him off the line. Show
1: them that there's more to being a fighter than being fast and throwing wild punches.
0: Right, he, he, showed, he showed some veteranship, like, he showed that that's a man who's been fighting for a long time, and, you know, not in his prime no more, but he still, he still knows what he's doing in there, um, so nah, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I can't even really trash this fight, I, I, when I saw it on paper, I was like, yeah, I don't know about this one, but after watching it, like, you know what, man, respect to Ed Herman, he, 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 he did his thing, man, I, I, I gotta respect it, so, shout out to Ed Herman, he got the win via unanimous decision, um, did we just call him Rocco now? Is that, like, really... Wasn't that, like, not his name at first? And then now we call him Anthony Rocco Martin. Apparently that's
1: his real name. Um. But, like, he went Tony by... To, he, he went by Tony Martin.
0: Oh, yeah yeah, 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 I don't know. I guess Rocco. I don't know. Maybe it's the sideburns. I don't know. <laughs> but, Anthony Rocco Martin uh, versus Ramazan, the Mies. Um... I don't, know, I don't really have a whole lot to say about this fight. Um, it was like a solid kickboxing match um, in which, I don't know, it was, it was like a solid kickboxing match. Um, I remember Rocco Martin going for, um, he went for that Kimura a bunch of times. Um, it was really slick how Amiv got out that first one. Because um, I thought it, it, for a brief moment it looked like uh, Martin was actually about to get it. Um, but Meeve was able to, like, hold his arm together. And he, he, had, he had a nice way, way he got out of that first attempt. Um, See,
1: I barely remember this fight.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, to be honest, like, it wasn't one of those fights that, like, nothing. Like, at least with, like, the Herman fight, like, you remember the power shots that Abreguimov threw. You remember the knees that Herman landed. In this fight, there wasn't really a lot of, like, moment moments. Like, it's not, and it's not even that it was a, a bad fight but it wasn't super eventful it was just like a solid kickboxing match in which I think I think Martin was bleeding thinking thing out of his nose or face busted up a little bit like it was a decent match but nothing to really I don't know jabs, leg kicks crosses you know
1: <laughs> like yeah it's, it's not, not it's not yeah
0: no there's no deep dive there there's, there's no there's no deep dive there um but I will say though uh Martin's been on the streak, right? I feel like.
1: Uh I wanna say this is his second one? I what he lost to oh. James Cross, I thought. Or am I confused? Oh yeah. Uh, did he let me see. No, it's, uh, he lost what to Maya, it? that's who it was. Oh okay, okay,
0: okay. Before that I think he had Yeah, yeah, he won four
1: in a row, since moving up.
0: Okay. Still not bad though. my Maya loss even though at forty. I mean as we saw, Maya's still out here, he in these streets. <laughs> but uh no, not not bad for Rocco. Um, he got the uh, unanimous decision win. Gave his uh gave his mom a nice little heartfelt shout out at the end uh, during his uh post fight speech. So shout out to Rocco Martin, man. He got a unanimous decision win over Ramazan and Uh, continues to be successful at welterweight, which I'll just drill this point over and over every time it happens. He's fighting a natural weight class, man. Like. <laughs> Like, good, good things can happen for you.
1: Exactly. Good,
0: good, th- good things can happen for you. Stop cutting 90 pounds trying to fight in a lower weight class to get an advantage that doesn't really exist. Um, it's not like the early 2000s no more. Everybody's way too skilled. Dude. It's not, you know, that ain't the move no more. Stop doing it. But shout out to Rocco Martin. And uh, rounding out the main card, uh, Shamil Gamsat. God, <laughs> Shamil Gamzatov versus Klitson Abreu. Um. Oh wow. Did, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest and transparent with you guys. I watched this fight and I didn't see the decision. It was a bad fight, thought,
1: but <laughs> it was a bad fight. Abreu should have won.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought I assumed Abreu won, so I just moved on. <laughs> but apparently he didn't. So. Uh, I don't know. You got you got a deep dive on this one. Um,
1: Abreu has gotten better as a striker, but that just could be because uh, what's his name is bad. Uh, I'm always frig like I always think I want to remember names. <clears throat> oh, uh, Gamzatov might just be a bad striker, so that could just be it. Um, but Abreu looked better than he has in the past when it comes to like throwing his hands and. You know, catching guys clean and stuff. He was landing, like, nice two-three punch combinations. Landed a couple of nice counters.
0: Um, Most of the fight was on the yeah. field. He didn't shoot for a takedown, like, literally until the third round when the fight was almost Yeah,
1: open. he kind of slowed down that third, but... other um, than that? It was fine. Yeah,
0: this, this was your standard 205 kickboxing match. Not a... And I know it sounds like we might be underselling this, but like if you guys didn't see the card, to be honest, the main card of this just wasn't. There was not a lot to really hold on to. Like it was just. We've described plenty of fights like this where you watch them, and it's like, oh, that was cool. But like, <laughs> it's not anything you're ever going to go back to. It's not like if you missed it that you missed out on like a moment. It was kind of like, all right, that was a thing that happened. What's next? Um but Shamil got the split decision win over Brayu. And uh that was the main card. <laughs> that was the the main card. Um uh, and you said that you didn't get a chance to see any of the prelims, correct? Uh,
1: I saw like a little bit of Grant Pop uh well, I had his name earlier. Pip yeah. And uh <clears throat> Kianzad versus uh Rose Clark, but no, I I didn't get All to see right. much else.
0: Well, I'll say, and uh, this is the uh prelim spotlight segment of the show. We'll highlight a couple of the prelims worth watching. Um, but I'll give the prelims the a good shout out because I, I when I went and rewatched this, uh, because I missed most of the prelims in real time. Um, there were a couple of fights that I didn't see. I did I missed Davy Grant versus Popov, and I did not see the Kabbalah fight uh versus Sergey. Kondoshko, but I watched the rest of these. Um, The prelims to me were actually pretty entertaining. I I got much more out of the prelims than I did the main card, because like I said, from the main card, outside of Zabit and Cater, I didn't, you know, had had Volkov and JDS been a thing, maybe I'd have more positive things to say about the main card, but just like, I didn't get a whole lot. I mean, I'm thankful for Danny Roberts. You know, I'm all, I'm down for seeing a spin. (laughs) But I just I just didn't get a lot, but the prelims I found pretty entertaining. Um, so prelim spotlight. Um, there are a couple of fights worth highlighting, to be honest. Um, the Magomed uh, Ankalaev versus Dalcha Lung Lungjiabula um fight. Um, whoosh, <laughs> bruh, that that finish, that is one of the loudest front kicks I've ever heard in my life. Um, it it just I don't know if the arena was just quiet when it happened or if it was I, no I, I think it was just that loud like that front kick just sounded like he got hit with like a bamboo stick or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a nasty front kick finished him with punches. Uh definitely one of the the better finishes of the night. Um I mean in all things considered like um he looked good like um for 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 a 205er, you know. I ain't saying championship, nothing crazy like that, but he looked good. Like, I remember him having a lot of hype when he came, and then he took the L to, who, who he lose to?
1: Paul Craig? Was that the, the Paul Craig submitted him at, like, the, yeah, yeah. literally the last second of the fight?
0: Last second, yeah, yeah. So, like, he, he showed why he had the hype that he had. Like, he, he looked really good. Um, So, definitely a shout-out to uh, matter Ankalias. Got the KO win. Um, I'll give a prelim spotlight shout-out also to Carl Robeson versus Roman Copylove. Um There was a crazy moment in the fight. Um, first of all, Robeson looked pretty good, too. A lot of nasty uh, uh, nasty leg kicks. Just, dude, dude's a, a stud-like athlete. Uh, but um, there was a point in the fight where Roberson got his eye poked so bad that, like, he had blood coming out of his eye and he's like no i'm good let's keep going let's keep going um and it ended up turning out that the blood was coming from um i guess somehow when he got poked he had a nasty cut like right above his eyelid that was like bleeding into his eye but yeah he kept it going and then he ended up like maybe like a minute after ended up getting a red naked choke um so good, good on robinson man dude dude that that was like one of those performances, like yo, that that dude's a dog. Like he he could have looked for a way out, or you know, he he could have halted after that poke, but nah, he he really, it was like that poke got him mad. <laughs> He's like, alright, now nah, I gotta get this guy out of here. Um, and Kabalov, I think was undefeated uh up until that point. So shout out to Carl Robeson. definitely spotlight uh prelim. Shout out to him. Um. And I'll give my last prelim you know what I'm cheating. I'll give a couple more. Uh, David Zawada versus Abukard uh Number um, really nasty. That was a nice triangle choke from Zawada. Um, so shout outs to him and I'll give my last prelim shout outs to Panny Kenzad over Jessica Rose Clark. Um, I thought Panny looked really solid, man. Just really um really good kickboxing. It was a really good entertaining uh really good that was pretty entertaining. And she she was able to put a lot of hands and <laughs> and feet on Rose Card. I thought I thought she looked really good. Um, but just going through all the results uh, one last time so I'll, I'll make sure I mention everything. Uh, Magomed Magamet Ankalaev, uh, KO win over Dauchalun Lungyambula, uh, Rustam Kabilov uh, got a unanimous decision over Sergei Doshko. Carl Roberson got a rear naked choke win over Roman Kapilov, Davis Zawada, a uh, Triangle Choke win over Abukar and Roosevelt Roberts uh, got a unanimous decision win over Alexander Yakolev and Penny Kienzad uh, unanimous decision unanimous decision over Jessica Rose Clark and uh David Grant got a split decision over uh oh, did you did you see that fight in hole? The pop up, pop off fight?
1: Nah, uh, not really.
0: Didn't see it all? okay. Yeah, I I, I I this was one of the fights I just kinda just unfortunately had to just kinda <laughs> have this whip pass. Yeah. And, um, but David Grant got a split decision win over Grigory Popov. Um, overall, the, this is a cool card. Um, if you missed it, it's not a ton to go back and rewatch. I would say definitely watch the beat, cater. Awesome fight. Um, if you want to see the Greg Hardy shenanigans, which weren't really shenanigans, I guess you can watch that if you want. Definitely watch the Danny Roberts. Uh, Zelim Ahmedayev, uh, watch, watch Roberts make him spin. Also, out of that, the main card wasn't all that great. Uh, I would say the prelims, to be honest, for me was where a lot of the good stuff happened. Uh, I liked the Carl Roberson fight. I liked the, I liked the Penny Kenzi fight. I liked the David Zawada finish, uh, and I liked the of course the Ankalaya finish. Um, I can't speak to the uh, Kabala fight or the David Grant fight because I didn't catch those. But the prelims were cool. I, but you don't even really have to watch those. I, I guess like if you're just, if you're a fan of anybody on the prelims, I I'd say check it out. Um, but really, like the only must see moments, I would say, will be Zabit Cater and Danny Roberts uh, KO. Everything else on here. Oh, well, and no, I'll throw Ankalayev. That's that's a must see because that KO was nasty. Everything else on here kind of optional. Like there were good performances. Just as a whole, this card wasn't really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. I get you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But um, either way, decent card nonetheless. So I don't know. If you got a UFC Fight Pass, go go give it a look if you want. Just watch the beat cater, then just watch highlights. I guess you'll you'll get the uh, you'll get the gist of what's going on. But best fight of the weekend was in a way the well technically I was on Thursday, but um. In the way Denier, definitely watch that amazing fight. Uh You can watch the KSI Logan card because I, I saw the undercard. I, I well, I, I didn't see all of it. I saw Joe, Joe Saunders get that nasty uppercut win like at the last second. Yeah, I didn't see what was leading up before that. It was but.
1: not pretty. It was not. Uh-huh. No, it was a it was yeah. a Billy Joe Saunders fight.
0: Yeah. Well, I enjoyed the what's the name fight? What's his what's kid's name? Uh, Dan, the Danny. Name? Danny. Yeah, so I, he's a name that I've heard of, but I've never watched any of his fights. Um, I thought I thought he was pretty decent. Um, and then KSI Logan was KSI Logan. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, we know what we came here for. We know what's going yeah.
1: on. But, we know it's um, up.
0: Nah, yeah, De- decent weekend of fights. Um, so go watch uh, the things we mentioned. I gotta go back and check out that one, uh, that one championship card. A couple fights that I need to check out. But it, it was a decent weekend. Not the best, but. We got an amazing fight from De in a way, so I'll take it. And we got shenanigans with KSI and Logan Paul. So, you know, what you want from me. Right. Uh, As far as what's upcoming. Oh, man, next week. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm I'm a little nervous for this one, man. Uh, UFC, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Jan Blachowicz, Jacare, Jacare Souza. I'm a little nervous about this fight. I love Jacare. He's one of my favorites. I don't want to see him get slept. I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but you got Jan Blachowicz versus Jacare Souza. Uh, Shogun Hua versus Paul Craig. Oh, that wasn't the original fight, was it? Was that the original fight?
1: What? Was Shogun Hua always fight? No, it was, it was the fight Sam Aldi, but Sam Aldi got hurt. Hmm, okay. Yeah.
0: All I'll say is I like this matchup best. How dare you?
2: <laughs>
0: DuBronx is back. Charles Oliveira versus Jared Gordon. Uh, who else is on this card? Uh, Sergio Morais versus James Krause. Uh, Francisco Trinaldo versus Bobby Green. Worley Alves versus Randy Brown. Oh, Lord. Hannah Barrow is back. Against Douglas Silver, DeAndraj, Arian Lipsky versus Priscilla Cochera. Uh, like a decent card. Like a decent card. Um, how do you envision this Blahowitz-Jockery fight going?
1: See, I... I think it's a better matchup for Jackery than it was for, um... For Luke Rockhold, because Luke Rockhold just never seems comfortable striking. Um... For prolonged exchange or for prolonged period of time, anyway, if he gets, it, it, but if he just goes in there and just like eats punches, he's gonna get knocked out. Um, like I, I really, I really don't know. Um, like the thing is, Jacory can pressure. Like he, has been, he was able to pressure Weidman into moving backwards. Though I think Weidman wanted to play a game off his back foot, but we've seen that Blahovic also likes to do that. Um yeah I really don't know how this is gonna turn out like i i want to say but I have it should be able to like take out uh, to 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 knock him out late but like i I think Jack Ray can do it like I'm just i'm i'm not hundred percent sold either way it, uh, I feel like I'm waffling here but um i'm you know, I'm, a go, I'm a i'm gonna pick against the sadness pick I'm gonna pick Jack Ray. yeah
0: I'm leaning with Jokere just off of principle and fanhood. <laughs> My confidence in this fight is low. Yeah, it's it's. I'm pre- I'm prepared for the worst. I think <laughs> I think I'm prepared for the worst. But um, yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Um, but we got that going next week. That's on the 16th. Uh, one championship also has a card upcoming uh, one championship age of dragons. They definitely used that title before They had to
1: use that title. Before. Age of something
0: Yeah, but um, look like it's a kickboxing uh, card, we got a flyweight kickboxing world championship between Elias uh, Inahache versus Wang Wenfeng uh, Tariq Kabiz versus Roman Priclia, which is a in the light heavyweight kickboxing world championship uh and Clyde's on here at a catchweight uh Yatsin Fair Fairtex versus a gentleman named Sasha uh, Moisa um and then for the MMA fights Mingbo versus Laura Balin Mili Tao versus Jeremy Miado and Ridu oh 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 Yurina bars. hey I'm sorry I just completely skipped that other fight i was about to mention i saw arena bars oh there. yeah yeah she, no nah, she gets no nah, she, she, she she's she's worth it arena bars man i did not know she was on this card uh she has a kickboxing match against some uh woman named christina brewer um so definitely watch that man arena bars is awesome um <laughs> if you never watch arena bars fight you never watch arena bars versus cyborg go do your googles and your youtubes that's dope i had no idea arena bars was on this card so now I'm I'm hyped now I'm happy yep. so I, I definitely yeah, gotta gotta watch that um so guess I'll be watching one next week uh I'll try i try my hardest um to, to to catch it so that should be dope one, one always puts on pretty good cards so like this is a kickboxing uh heavy card for them so that's your thing definitely give that a look any any boxing coming up anytime soon
1: Oof, what's happening this week um. I want to say there was something good happen this week, but I can't be sure. Uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, uh, Delphine Persoon, uh, you know, the woman who should have beat Katie Taylor uh, a couple months ago, a few months ago, she'll be fighting on Monday um, against Helen Joseph. So if you're uh, listening to this on Monday or Tuesday or whenever it comes out, you know, give that. Well, go seek that out because it's probably going to be really good. Um Nothing this week that pops out, but we do have the um, the Wilder fight that's coming up in two weeks. Hey. So uh, the twenty third. Um, let me see. Let's just triple check. Yeah, no, it looks looks like we're uh, there's not a lot happening next week for boxing.
0: Next, Yeah, next week a little bit. Bellator's got another card, but it's not this week. It's the week after. Uh, on the 20th, uh, 23rd, they have their uh, London card. Uh, headlined by MVP versus Derek Anderson. Also on the card, you got Fabian Edwards versus Mike Shipman. Uh, Terry Brazier versus Sorenbach. Uh, Charlie Ward versus Petro Panini. Uh, Denise Kilholtz versus Sabri Single. Um,
1: Wait, did you say that... Did you mention Bellator 234? Sorry. I... Is that what this is? No, that's
0: 235. Yeah. What's
1: 234? Sir versus Vassel.
0: Oh no, yeah, I definitely skipped
1: yeah. that. <laughs> when is that? That is uh, Thursday. They're in Israel.
0: Oh. Oh, I completely looked over.
1: Yeah. Uh so we got Lynn Vassel versus Circuit Karatana at heavyweight for some reason. For Vassel, whatever. Um, that's the main event. And the co-main event, oh, God, we have Roger Wertz over his Sydney Outlaw. Let's go. Uh, in the uh, in one of the other um, main car fights, we got former featherweight title challenger Olga Rubin versus Sydney Ad Kavanaugh. Uh, we have Austin Vanderford, uh, Paige Van Zandt's husband, against Russian Grachik Bozinyan. And rounding out. Oh, we got two more main car fights. Uh Haim Ghazali versus Artur Pronin in a welterweight bout. And Av- Aviv Ghazali versus Zaka Fatula Zaid Zay- Zay- uh, at a lightweight bout. And uh we Don't you know that, Gracie. Yeah. No. I was gonna <laughs> uh, I, I saw at the same time you saw it. Uh <laughs> Robson Gracie Junior. Uh, he's gonna be fighting Amir Bashir on the prelims. And then there's a whole bunch of Israeli fighters on the prelims. It might be every fighter in Israel, to be honest with you, except (laughs) Noah. Yeah,
0: why is it like 20 fights? (laughs) I see y'all on the postlims that I won't be watching. LFA78. Oh, shout out to them because I think that'll be on fire. Yes. Hey, there we
1: go. So Adrian Yannis versus Kyle Estrada in the main event, Fantaway fight. And then the co main event is Haley Cohen versus Lisa Maldine. Um, I mean, me, me, other fights. Uh, <laughs> that's that's
2: all
0: right. fine. We got some. You know, there'll be some fisticuffs.
1: Uh, I'm definitely up and coming. Am I forgetting something? Like, put up. Like, I want to say there was something scheduled for like the fifteenth that I was like looking forward to at one point, but forgot about. It might have been like a canceled fight or something. Oh, there's a K1 card this week. It was on that. Perfect kickboxing, don't fail me now. Uh, let's see. In the what I'm gonna assume is the main event, we have Masashi Komura versus Yuta Hayashi. This camp, yeah, K1 is a crush fight card. Okay, that's what. It was. Oh, okay. Um, Mazaki Nor, uh, I'm. Garbage Noirty versus uh, Rukia Anpo. Uh, yeah, and, and they're always fun. So uh, if you Yeah,
0: crush cards when I do get a chance to watch, uh, they're always a good.
1: Whether time. you can watch on repeat or um I don't know, uh you catch a live stream somehow, you know, give it a watch. Um yeah. if you can. There you go. So Forgetting something. Oh, um, it, it's we have the combo world championships going on, like as we speak right now, as well as the Kyokushin world championships. Um, if so, if you're on YouTube, you know, go search those up because they're being streamed there. And I haven't watched them yet, so I don't know how they've been, but I assume they're entertaining.
0: There you go. There's fights everywhere, man. Really, if you wanna, if you want fights, we got a YouTube channel, man. Subscribe to all the fight promotions and just let YouTube recommend you all the fights. Cause that's what I do, and they've consistently been sending me some heat. <laughs> There's always a lot of fights out there, man. Uh, always some fights to watch. Um, but that's pretty much, I guess, we got all for today's show. Uh, so we can go ahead and go with a fight recommendation before we get out of here. Uh... Oh, was I terrible and did not? Did I not write my
2: fight recommendation
0: down? No. And I just spent this whole pre-meet. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I was about to say, I thought I wrote this down. Um, so my fight recommendation, man. Um, maybe a fight, probably a lot of hardcore fans, like super hardcore MMA fans probably know about this. Um, but if not, it's on YouTube, give it a watch. Uh, this fight comes from uh, Sengoku14. Uh, it was a Sengoku middleweight championship fight uh, between Jorge Santiago and Kazuyo Misaki. Um, and this is the second fight because they actually fought twice. But the fight I'm referring to is the second one. Um, both fights were actually good. Um, I'd, I'd recommend, both, uh, recommend watching both. But I'm highlighting the second one because that's the one I most recently watched again. Um, wild back and forth. Just like. <laughs> One of the wildest back-and-forth five-rounders um, you'll ever see where at one point, Santiago's winning, and then he gets hurt, and then Masaki's winning. It's, it was a crazy, crazy fight.
1: Really um, great fight. One of the best ever. Yeah.
0: That was, yeah. That's an all-time great fight. I don't remember what year that happened, but that was definitely, 2010, um, I'm pretty uh, sure. 2011? Was that? Yeah. I don't know if it got fired. I know they... Uh, it was dubbed as like Japan's fight of the year the year that it happened um, and it probably was probably one of the best fights of that year period um, but not a, a classic fight man if you've, if you've never watched it um, go give that a look man amazing fight you can find it on YouTube so you don't have to have like fight pass or anything um, I try to recommend fights well I'm going to try to recommend fights that are pretty easily accessible to everybody um, that aren't like behind a paywall or you don't want to do anything extra to find but that is a Jorge Santiago uh, versus Masaki two at Singoku uh, fourteen. Go go give that a look. Amazing fight.
1: Um, for my suggestion, is, so I was stuck behind the reference desk this week at work, um, and I was looking up like, um, I was looking through old like Chronicle of American newspapers. So just, you know, local newspapers from all over the country. And I looked for a bunch that were here for fights here in Jersey. And I came across the fight of the century. Um, Jack Dempsey versus Georges Carpentier, which happened in 1921, I want to say. Yes, it was a fight that they held in Jersey City. It was boxing's first ever million-dollar gate, And I think it brought in something like $1.7 million. Um, And it took place at the Boyles... Thirty acres arena, which no longer exists. Um, I think it's a housing project now, but um, it was in front of like eighty thousand people. Mm. Yeah, and I
0: that's yeah, that's a cool.
1: yeah. Um, it's really funny now because like Carpentier is five eleven and a half inches tall and like one hundred seventy eight pounds, and Dempsey's like one hundred ninety pounds and like six foot tall, maybe six foot one. Um, so I was like, oh, these guys are like light heavyweights by today's standards, but they were the best heavyweights on the planet back then. But, um, I, I said, just go give it that watch. Just, you know, if you're into boxing history, if you're into, you know, getting to know boxing history, um, you know, these, these are the fights you should be watching. Like, you know, these landmark occasions and you see how the sports really evolved. It was something really crazy. Um. Like, so, we we, shoot fighting or MMA has existed in a lot of different forms throughout the year, but, like, if we're just going to, you know, I guess, like, we can go back to the 80s with, like, Shudo and stuff like that.
2: Hmm.
1: But, like, Carpentier, um, Dempsey did not take, like, if you were to look at the start of MMA to now, it's not that far off from where Dempsey Carpentier was from like the (laughs) beginning of like like um Queensberry Rules Boxing where like you wear gloves and stuff Uh yeah so I don't know I just found that crazy
0: hey man history yep that's crazy the first million dollar bag or maybe not million dollar bag
1: million dollar uh gate
0: and that Back then, probably was like a huge. I imagine that but that probably was a huge deal back then.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, probably in black and white too. Black and white fights are always funny. Was that in black and white? Had it
1: been. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's in black and white.
0: There we go. I don't know why I find like the black and white fights fascinating.
1: <laughs> I think it's because they're always like they're always sped up,
0: right? <laughs> like the frame rate always looks like really like. I don't know. It's it's really weird to look at, but like it, it holds my attention.
1: Um, I used to think like Babe Ruth was like really fast, but I was just like, oh no, it, it, it's, just, <laughs> it, it's just the way they shot the video.
0: <laughs> In reality, like every little five year old now runs faster than Babe Ruth. Yeah. Anymore. But you know they they sped him up, so we didn't we didn't know what's going on. <laughs> it's not the Babe Ruth. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, there you go. Those are our fight recommendations. So, do your Googles and your YouTubes. Uh, and go watch. Um, and I guess before we leave, uh, closing thoughts. Um, I actually meant to mention this earlier, uh, but shout outs to the homie Puds, uh, <laughs> Marius uh, Puzanowski. He fought at KSW this weekend. I was mad because I for- forgot it was the thing and I missed it. Um, but I got the zone, so I'll, I'll go back and watch it. It was only two rounds. Uh, But uh, the homie Puds, one of the greatest heavyweights of all time, (laughs) he defeated social media star uh, Urko June. I don't know who that is, (laughs) but he got him out of here via ground and pound. I think it was in the second round, Uh, but apparently there were shenanigans in this fight of somebody grabbing a cage. I don't know. (laughs) You know, it's a Puds fight, man. Yeah. Yeah, shout-out to Putz, out here here winning fights. One one of the greatest heavyweights of all time.
1: Poland's Uh, biggest sports star.
0: Right. (laughs) So, that's my my closing thought, man. Shout-out to Putz.
1: I already gave a shot to... God, I should have looked this dude's name up. Uh, Cuomo and then the mayor of New York... uh, and then, I guess, the NYPD for what they're doing to the New York subway system. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't know if you've seen any of the videos. Don't they have, like, cameras on, like, every? Well, they, they've been putting up, turn. like, these, like, thousands of dollars worth of cameras. And stationing, like, NYPD officers down there who get paid, you know, thousands of dollars to be there. Um, For, like, fine skippers and, like. How much money they're spending, like, for, like, for turnstile jumpers and, like, for how much money they're spending, like, they're not going to make it back. Right. So, it just seems stupid. And and just cruel, to be honest with you.
0: People people think it'll, yeah, it's not going to solve any of the... "Quote unquote problems," they think it's gonna. Yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah, you're dumping a lot of money into something that you're probably not gonna see your any kind of return
1: and on. And shouts to the uh, the janitors at the uh, L.A. Uh, Staples Center who had to um clean up after that crowd last night. Cause
0: it's a crazy crazy place, man. L- L.A. is wild. But uh. All we got for uh, today's episode, man. Um, so, as always, give the show a listen. SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Play. Where are we at,
1: iHeartRadio?
0: I don't know. I just searched it, and so we were there. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't post this there, but we're there somehow. <laughs> but uh, listen to us on those platforms and many more. Send questions to Dojo Talk Podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, give us a look on social media at the dojo talk podcast facebook page as well as the instagram page follow me on twitch if you want to see some death stranding gameplay at serial sensei you can also follow me on twitter at the same handle follow the anti-cool on twitter at gc zeus and if you want to support me buy my book the oddball chronicles 99 cents digital copy 8.99 physical you can find that on amazon uh... That's all we got for today. You guys bundle up. Stay warm. It's burr outside. <laughs> but I'm going to get out of here. We're going to get out of here. So as always, anytime people are being punched and or kicked in the face, we will be there
2: to talk about it. And until next time, we will catch you guys later.